Hello, everybody. Welcome to Goose and Gambles. We have a different episode today. It's not your normal group. It is me, Joe Co. Jordan, whatever you want to call me. Uh, Joe is becoming a dad today, so he decided to take a break. Probably not the best day to gamble. We have a good replacement today. Mr. Lonald Glover, he is taking a guest appearance today. Might be part of the show. He's more of our NBA expert that we're going to introduce sooner throughout the season. Lonnie, how's it going today? Man, it's going great. Congrats to Joe. Let's do this. Yep. Avery, baby Avery should be born any minute now. We're all waiting to see what happens there. So everybody keep them in your T's and P's. But yeah, Lonnie, let's talk. I know you're a... Fans don't know this. The, the listeners don't know this. You are a Cowboy fan here. So let's talk about last week, just as a little quick recap. What happened against the Packers? I think all momentum was leaning towards the Cowboys, you know, winning out, hanging in with the Eagles, and then get beat by kind of a rough Packers. What do you think happened there? You see, with me, it's more of an energy thing with football. I think what happened with the Cowboys and Packers was they were doing so well that I fell asleep with my beer in my cup holder and then when I woke up, because my energy was missing from the football game, therefore the Packers had taken all of the momentum, and it was too late by the time I arose from my slumber. It's crazy I that apologize. that happens from your couch. I mean, I think there's several Cowboys. The Cowboys Nation. I'll take that one's on me, guys. All right, Lonnie. Lonnie's taking the blame for that one, guys. It's not even the Dak Prescott piss poor play, not running the ball enough against Pollard. I mean, if you watch last night, it seems like the Packers' defense is just – they can't stop a run. Pollard's not that bad. I'm shocked that that's what happened. Just kind of aggressive play calling for a team that you're up 14. Yeah, no, and it was sad because they beat them, and then I put my faith in them for my fantasy football league, and they got their ass whooped by the Titans with, what, six starters missing, seven starters, something like that? So, yeah. I, yeah, trust me, dude. My Bears, they're not doing any better. Hey, they're scoring shit ton of points but losing every game, so I don't know what else. Maybe we're just going for high draft picks and excitement. Mm-hmm. But here, let's let's get into the slate here. The NFL slate. We have about 14 games, including Monday night. Let's kick it off with game one that's on our book. The Carolina Panthers are heading into Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens are a 13-point favorite. They're a minus or $7 basically money line favorite. Over-under on this game is 41-and-a-half. So I think we're both on the same page here. This should be a Ravens win, correct? It should be a Ravens win. For damn sure, it should be a win. It should be a win by a very large margin, but it's not going to be a win by a very large margin. See, yeah, you know, NFL spreads are usually, I mean, they're not usually double digits. I think, uh, I, I wonder if the Baker Mayfield coming back Gives her a little bit of advantage. I mean, he's used to playing the Ravens. I think they've had close games with each other. I personally just don't see this. I think this is going to be a cold weather game. Trying to look up my little weatherman map over here, but I think it's going to be windy as shit, too. There's a blizzard coming through that area. I think whenever you have a player coming back. I think whenever you have a player coming back who doesn't mind headbutting helmet to helmet with no helmet on, there's going to be a different energy in the game. But I don't think that energy is going to pay off in the form of a W for the Carolina Panthers. 
curious. Do you think he did that just because he was on camera? I, I I couldn't begin to dive into Baker Mayfield's thought process on a number of his decisions throughout the years. I played baseball with the kid uh, growing up in here in Austin, Texas. Um, I just don't imagine seeing that kid, uh, you know, headbutting other players. He was a little, he was a little froofy. He was a little, he wasn't okay. the tough guy that I've seen in football life. But you know what? If he is that amp, I fucking love it. Yeah, I'm that's not, what you I'm not an amp man. Hey, dude, that fucking crazy. I need, I need some kind of crazy in the NFL like that. That being said, I'm leaning the Panthers just because it is cold. I like this whole. I mean, Devonta Foreman's been doing pretty damn well. Hook him. Oh yeah, he's been running over fuckers. Uh, Ravens seem to never win normal games. Like you never see a Ravens clear out mm-hmm. blowout. They, you have to have Tucker go in there and kick an 80 yard field goal to win games. I feel like it's mm-hmm. never a normal game you watch. So I will probably lean Panthers plus 13. I like the under on that game. I don't think this is going to be a high-scoring game. For fantasy purposes, also, I'm cheering against Lamar Jackson. We got two five-and-five matchups against me. Lonnie, you're well aware of the standings. I'm chasing you right now, I believe. Playoff playoff spots are getting tight. So, in my kind of thoughts and prayers, really hoping Lamar Jackson has a struggling game. (laughs) Low-scoring, pretty boring football. You're going against Lamar Jackson this week? I am. I'm going up against Lamar Jackson with the Mississippi Mud Flaps. All right. Hey, fans of Goose and Gambles, you hear that? Jordan's over here making his bets with his heart. (laughs) Uh, I think if the Goose and Gambles people listen to the show, they know I am awful at NFL. But I'm also trying to do something different. I might might take more outrageous picks because I think the NFL has been leaning that way. Like, I mean, did you see the Packers beat the Cowboys? I mean, of course not. But the Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl. All right. See, that's that's the Cowboy fan we need there. I'm sorry. All right, let's get on to the next game. I'm trying to fit the Goose and Gambles aesthetic. That's how I feel. But, no, the the NFL has been topsy-turvy all year. It feels like if you go the opposite of what makes sense, you're going to be on Bleacher Report with a nice, hefty win and a video of you in in the crowd getting money. Yeah, so here, let's hop on to the next game. Because you are a Cowboy fan, I think you're going to judge this game with no bias, no nothing. It should be fine. We got the Philadelphia Eagles going into the Indianapolis Colts. Eagles are on the road, a seven-point favorite, a full touchdown favorite. On the money line, there are three to or one to three odds. Over-under on this game is 45 and a half. Just want to get your thoughts on this first because I already have an automatic bet on this game. Yeah, the Eagles lost to the Redskins. I'm expecting I'm expecting I'm expecting them to go crazy. So so far every single year or I'm sorry, not every single year, let's not get crazy here. Every single week since week two, I've been doing this bet. I've been going to the first half lines. Philadelphia Eagles team total. Every single week, it has been at 13 and a half points. They have scored two touchdowns every single first half, every single game. Even last week's loss, they still scored 14 points. That has been the only consistent winning thing I have going for me this year in NFL. I'm going to ride that out as one of my picks. Pretty easy money there. Beautiful. Now, that should be great. This Jeff Saturday team beat the Raiders last week. 
and beat them pretty handedly, I thought. I mean, maybe Matt Ryan's coming back. There's a little bit of more of juice. Who are the Raiders Here. to the Eagles? Who are the Raiders to the Eagles? That's a solid point. Solid point, but I still think the Raiders are a legit football team that just have not had to go their way. They should be. They should be. What are their losses by, like, six points per the most? Yeah, I think they've lost by, like, eight total points in, like, six of their or seven of their losses. But, yeah, it, they've had a rough go around. I don't think – uh, clearly the Eagles are a far better team. Seven points is a lot. You know what? I think this is a good bounce-back week for the Eagles. Uh I'd take the seven and, of course, my team total over 13.5 points, Eagles. I'll take the road favorite on this one. I agree. I think, I think that's correct. All righty. Next game up, we got the New York Jets at the New England Patriots. The Patriots have 3.5 points. They got the hook on their side. Not a really pretty line there. Pretty even money line here. Jets are a plus one forty eight money line road favor or road dog. One seventy six for the Patriots. Over under on this. Pretty low total. Thirty seven and a half points. It's a pretty low scoring game, is what Vegas is projecting. Yeah. And I think that's I, about right. And I think it will no, be. No, it sounds about right. Yeah, if you're looking at that area, I mean, we saw the Buffalo film. There's like eight feet of snow going on to that stadium. There's no way they can play. Hell, it doesn't even look like they're going to be able to leave Buffalo. We might get lucky and have Tuesday night football, which is my favorite type of football. Yeah, that would make my business week a lot more enjoyable. Yeah, but that being said, the focus back on the New York J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Their defense. That's all they got left. If you watched that, uh, did you watch the first game with them? I felt with like the Jets teams, and the Patriots. Yeah, I felt like both teams tried to lose. Yeah, Zach Wilson over there throwing interceptions to just they were throwing. He was throwing into ghosts, right? He was seeing was ghosts. That, and Sam Darnold curses on him. Was that and that was that prior to Brees Hall being unleashed? I believe so, and that's why every like Jets fans were like, "Why the fuck are we not running the ball? Why are we having yeah. Zach Wilson <laughs> throwing into?" triple coverage and just getting picked off easily. I mean, it seemed like both teams try to lose. I, I'm not a big Mac Jones guy. I think he's kind of a baby back bitch in a respectful way. That doesn't make sense, but yeah. Well, I, I think when he sprained his ankle, he looked like he was dying. It looked like they had to amputate that leg. When Alex Smith got his leg broken in like seven different places and in half, I didn't see a face. I didn't see him look like he was about to die. Yeah, no, he had his arms behind his back trying to prop himself up. He was about to get back up. Yeah, he was trying to stand back. And then I couldn't get that from Mac Jones, and that's why I think he's a big old bitch. That being said, I'm on the Jets. I think the Jets actually win this outright. Um, Okay. I know the Patriots have beat them 13 straight times. I don't think it makes it to 14. I think this Jets team is a little bit better. Uh, Give me Michael Carter Jr. for a touchdown in this game. I will also... You know what? James Robinson make make some noise. Maybe a little goal line vulture touchdown. I don't know. I kind of like the hook. I think if worst case, Jets three and a half points. Patriots kick a field goal to win the game. I still win too. Yeah. So I lean with the Jets on that. I'm taking the road dog. I think that's going to be a theme of this night. What do you got, Lonnie? I think it's going to be win number 14 for the Patriots. 
in a row. You're taking the points, the or are you going money line on that? Um, I'm going money line on that one. Cool. So hey, we could. There's a good chance we could middle that. We both went on this game. So good, what, 19 to 18 type of game? Because that's what the total looks like. I think I'm leaning under on that, too. That looks Yeah, no, the under was a for sure for me. Yeah, the under is a for sure yeah, for me. Yeah, so I think we're both on the under. We're kind of got split picks there. Let's get on to the next one. Washington Commanders at the Houston Texans. This is out here in Houston, just down the street. Commanders coming off of a huge win, basically their Super Bowl for the year to beat the undefeated Eagles. Commanders are a three-point favorite on the road. Over-under on this game is 40-and-a-half. Also, kind of surprising, pretty even money lines here. Minus 164 for the Washington Commanders money line, plus 138 for the Texans. (coughs) Sorry, not trying to cough in y'all's ears, guys. Hey, you don't have to look at me like that. No, you're fine, man. I'm just just (laughs) hoping you have a free COVID test back there, man. It's still alive and well. Um, I don't know. I think I ran out of those. You only get COVID three or four times. I think that's the rules. Commanders are going to win that one. You think Commanders win? Commanders. I just want to keep saying it so I can remember it for life. I know. You dropped the Redskins earlier. We're going to get kicked out of Apple Podcasts and for offensive language. I thought I just said Washington, but yes. The commanders are going to win that money line bet. Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that. I don't think I've been betting against, I've been betting on the Texans all year long, thinking that Dougie Mills will do something. I had to check myself in the rehab for betting on the Texans. I'm addicted to it. Word. I, I think I'm just going commanders money line. I think they, I think that Heineke kid is something else. Yeah. I think he's, he takes over for Wentz. I think Wentz is out of a job after this year. Yeah. I don't know what no, team can pick him up. After his training day, Heineke is, Heineke is the one. Yeah, he was after the post game. He was like, yeah, I'm just going to pop a couple uh, pouches of dip and just go to sleep. This is a hell of a day. Yeah, no, he's, he's got that dog in him, I think, man. He's, he's fun to watch. Uh, yeah. Over, under on this Launching game. Launching that shit, too. It's beautiful. Yeah. Over, under. I mean, Houston's in a dome, right? Energy Stadium. That's a dome game. Is it? I don't know. I feel like it's kind of like a hybrid, kind of like Cowboys where it can open up in and out. But either way, man, I 40 points is really low for this. I think the Commanders can score 20. I think the Texans on a good day can score 20. It's not like the Commanders had a great defense. I might take the over on that 40 nap. That seems pretty low. Hell, commanders could put up 40 themselves. They they, they seem to yeah. be rolling right now. That's what I'm thinking, because despite Washington's, I guess, failure to launch, they still have they still have weapons. So, And against the Texans, it's going to be a perfect time to go crazy. Yes. Scary, Terry. It's, it's in Houston, so it's not like the weather is going to be an right. issue, even if it wasn't a dome day. They might let the, let the sunroof open. Yeah, kind of my thoughts as well. Yeah, 40, 40 and a half seems like a too low of a total there, so I really do like that. Um, on to the next game. We have the Los Angeles Rams at the New Orleans Saints, also a dome game. This one's interesting to me. Who do you think's favored in this? The Los Angeles Rams and what? I think you're cutting out. What'd you say? 
the Los Angeles Rams are playing who again? So the Los Angeles Rams on the road her. going to New Orleans Saints. Saints are a two and a half point favorite. Over under on this game is thirty nine and a half. Saints basically a minus one fifty home team favorite. Rams plus one twenty six. Now I'm watching ESPN right now. I'm getting ready for the Sixers game. I think I saw on the ticker at the bottom says Stafford's right cleared to play. Um, I don't know why the Rams are dogs in this situation. For as long as I've been alive, Andy Dalton fucking sucks, right? I put him in for Aaron Rodgers last week on fantasy football. How do you do? Absolutely awful. <laughs> All right, so that being said, I mean, I think I'm on the Rams. I fucking hate betting the Rams. I feel like even without Cup, I do feel like they should have enough talent. Maybe Allen Robinson finally breaks out a game. Maybe he's due. Maybe that's the Bears longing for X relationships with wide receivers. But, no, I would actually – I think the Saints would win. You think Saints are winning this? Yeah. All right. I think I'm going to go against you. I'm taking the oh. Rams money line. I just don't like the Saints at all. I think Dalton's due for two interceptions again. Turnovers kill. The Rams, the, without Cup, it's a little scary. But, you know, it's scared money don't make money, right? The Saints didn't get the Ravens? What? Okay. You're right. I'm going to agree with you, Jordan. I can't hear you. I'm sorry, pal. I think you cut out. No, I said, I said you were right. You were right. The Rams All are right. going forward. All right, let's get on to the next game. Uh, this one's interesting. It's in New Jersey. Jesus. The Detroit Lions are heading into New York Giants. Lions are a three-point dog. New York Giants three-point favorites at home. Over-under on this is 44-and-a-half. Are you sold on this Giants team that is, what, two-loss team? I'm never sold on the Giants, but the numbers say the Giants are okay. I just feel like they win against win very close games against really shitty teams. And... I don't know. This one's interesting. I don't really trust the Giants still. Yeah, but this Lions team has won now two in a row. They've beaten the Packers. They beat the Bears, and they've came back against the Bears down 14. Maybe they're rolling. I can't help but think that that might be worth the pick. I think I'm going to stay away from this, if anything, since new the whole Northeast is really fucked right now. My pick in this game would be the under 44.5. But I'm kind of leading the Lions still come out and win or at least cover the spread here. I think the under is accurate. I really can't tell you who's going to win. Yeah, this seems like a game of shit, but there's somehow a playoff team in the mix. It's the fucking, this is the weirdest NFL year. Yep. All right, let's talk about the next game. We got the Chicago Bears at the Atlanta Falcons. Falcons are the home home team, three-point favorites. Over under on this is a pretty probably the biggest one of the day, forty nine and a half. 
are the Bears going to go crazy offensively against the Falcons? I feel like the Falcons have been limiting a lot of people with potent offense. Trying to look at their stats real quick, because I do want to see how they do against the run. But that's really all the Bears have. We don't have a passing game. I mean, we really do have to have – so we are having – So I keep saying we. I'm not on the team. But Khalil Herbert is out. It is going to be Montgomery and Justin Fields in the backfield. Uh, This connection that they have with Cole Komet has been awesome to watch. Been playing for almost three years, and he got his first touchdown two weeks ago. Got five cents. So it's been very cool to see him actually come out of his shell here. I'm just looking at this defense. It just I think they're 24th in run defense. It doesn't look great for the Falcons. This looks like they should be able to run all over them. I hate betting with the Bears. They typically break my heart. Any thoughts on this game? Hold on just a moment, man. Take your time. No worries. I don't know, man. I'm in on the Bears, bro. I'm I'm in. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. Scares me. a lot of people are hopping on this really wobbly ass wagon right now. But it is very fun wobbly. Justin yeah. Fields is running That's for like a hundred yards, throwing a hundred yards. I mean, it's I think realistically, if you look at any Bears Reddit pages, threads, anything like that, for a team to lose three straight games and everybody's still happy. Like, we fixed the one problem in the last 100 years of being a Bears fan. It's the weirdest time of, like, I've at least been around where I was like, whoa, <laughs> the world's not ending. We're actually, like, really looking forward to next year. You know, uh, yeah. Like it, I'm going to I'm gonna fall on the sword here. I'll take the Bears plus three. I'll just keep it safe. No reason to go money line. That being said, I actually fucking love the over 49 and a half. Uh, With the Falcons? When, yeah, here's why, Lonnie. This Bears defense is absolutely empty. We've traded away Roquan Smith. We've gotten rid of uh, Robert Woods. We've basically, basically cut the whole world off for the future. So, yes, the Bears could score around 30, 35 points. That's what they've been averaging the last four weeks. That just means the Falcons have to run over i mean expect a cordell patterson yeah. or cordero patterson revenge game i might throw a little parlay that he gets two touchdowns and the bears win so i think this will be a very high scoring game i think this yeah cordell patterson two touchdowns put that in your props on sunday oh, yeah oh yeah no yeah that makes sense that's a good sell because yeah y'all are definitely going to allow enough points for them to beat y'all yeah and we'll score 30. I mean, i take the alternative spread. Maybe make this a 60-point total. See, um, let me take a look at that real quick. Let's get crazy here. Where are you? Over 60.5 points turns into 3-1 to one odds. So you get to triple your money back if it goes over 60. 62, 4 to 1, 65, 52, or 5 to 1, 
70 if you want to get crazy, that's 10 to 1, 10 times your money back. Something to think about. Just a simple 35, 36 type of game. Who knows? Should be high scoring. Definitely worth the value there. There's no defense in this game. And a really good, pretty exciting football teams. Maybe Kyle Pitts gets in the end zone for once. Who knows? That guy's been once, in my man. That's a story of the year, man. RIP, RIP McCune's fantasy football team. <laughs> for real. That, that poor guy. You know what sucks? He uh, he drafted Justin Fields in like late rounds, and he texted me. He's like, that guy's going to be a sleeper. I was like, all right, dude, whatever. At the beginning of the year. Oh, Drop- man. Dropped him, got sucked up by the waivers for somebody that's also like two and whatever. Yeah. This league's a fucking nightmare. Yeah, man. All right, let's get on that's to the a, next that's one. another podcast, though. <laughs> so hold let's get on to the next one. We got the Cleveland Browns going to the Buffalo Bills. Now, this is a neutral site game. This is going to be in Detroit. I don't know when this game is going to happen. So, not sure if you're aware, Lonnie, but the Buffalo Bills couldn't even get on their plane today to travel to Detroit. They're stuck in Buffalo. Pretty interesting stuff here. Uh, But this being neutral site, this being in a dome, Bills coming off a pretty devastating loss. Is Deshaun Watson coming back? He'll be back in two weeks against the Texans. Okay. Okay. Yeah, no, I feel like this is kind of in the same vein of the Eagles game where I feel bad for the opposition. Yeah. And I really I, feel I bad for Amari Cooper because he's my wide receiver number two, and I think he's going to play like a number two. Well, good thing. Hey, good thing for you, man. Uh, Deshaun Watson is coming back like week 13, I believe. I mean, and we may have to take a field trip for this, Lonnie, to go see Deshaun Watson's first NFL game back in Houston. Oh. We might have to go get massages before the game. Yeah, get nice and relaxed. Right yeah. before. Yeah. A little jerky jerky. All right. <laughs> Let's get back to the fucking game. Jesus Christ. All right. The Buffalo Bills are a seven and a half point favorite. Over-under on this game is 49-and-a-half. I'm sorry, that's the tied with the previous game. But, yeah, I, I like the Bills. If they can get out of Buffalo, if they can get to the stadium, I think the Bills should be good. Yeah, that's a really hot take, too. I'll, I'll co-sign that hot take, that extremely hot take. How about this? I think they cover the seven-and-a-half points. I think they win by at least ten. 15, I think they'll be able to stop the two-headed running monster between whatever, Chubb and Hunt. One of them's hurt, I think. I just kind of fucked that up. But that being said, I think Hunt is. I could be wrong. We'll see. Yeah, I don't have too much on this just because it's such a fucked-up game. Typically, I'd have more insight on that. But it it being neutral site... I think in the Dome, they're going to score more points. I don't feel comfortable with that. I don't know if the Browns can score. I'm sure the Bills can. So, this could be a 31-3 type game and a blowout, but doesn't hit the over. So, I'll probably stay away from that. Yeah, give me the Bills minus 7.5. All right. Fuck the hook. Anything on this? 
No, just the I did that. Good job, Jordan. All right, here we go. Next game up, we got the Las Vegas Raiders against the Denver Broncos. This is kind of a what's the, the Broncos, Broncos are going to win? You think the Broncos are going to Bron- win? The Broncos are going to win. The Raiders are falling out the bottom of the bag. Devontae Adams is, I believe he's he's questionable. Like, he didn't even practice today, did he? Let me take a look. I thought he was playing. And if there's any chance that Devontae Adams isn't playing, there goes, what is it? Like, I think the last number said 99.993% of their offense. Yeah. Uh, Adam is listed as questionable for Sunday's game. Oh, that's fucking shit. Okay. And last time he was questionable. Everyone remembers what happened to him if they had them on fantasy, for sure. Yeah. I think I had uh, zero points that day. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, it's definitely changed my opinion here. I watched Derek Carr cry uh, at the media. Is he a baby back bitch or whatever colloquialism you used for Matt Jones? He may have been a bitch-made cat. I don't know. But that being said, I think I have a rule in my life. If I see the quarterback crying, he better win week one the next week. Okay. You have to win the next week. Otherwise, you are in the categorization of a bitch-made cat, baby back bitch. One of the two. Bitch back bitch. Okay. I don't know. This Raiders team needs to win sooner or later. I mean, have you heard about Russ? (laughs) Who hasn't? Russ is – I'm not talking about – he's like, let's ride. I'm I'm talking about him calling audibles over codes for the Seahawks. And everybody on the Broncos is like, what the hell are you even talking about? Those aren't our code – our audible changes, our codes. So he's absolutely lost his fucking mind out there. What a waste of draft picks. I mean, you basically traded away the same, essentially, basically the same situation. Steel, I mean, the Seahawks are basically the, the same amount of talent the uh, Broncos did preseason before the trade, and he went to the same situation. He's still shit. Very glad that he's Denver's problem now. I'm very glad that Bears Juno Smith would end up being a more formidable quarterback than Russell Wilson. Did you remember last year when Russ got hurt with his thumb? He high-fived somebody too hard, broke his thumb, praying probably too hard, whatever. Geno still put up like four touchdowns in a 300-yard game on Monday night. And then You've got to be a corny motherfucker to hurt yourself high-fiving someone. I joke around. He got hit by a defender. But oh, okay. It looked like that when they when he did break his thumb. <laughs> now nah, I'm just talking around. <laughs> but that being said, I'm still on the Raiders. Give me the cry, baby. I think if you start crying on the media stand, you got to win next week. Raiders plus two and a half. Worst case scenario, if they lose by one like they do all the time, I still cover. All right, let's get to the game of the week. Dallas Cowboys at the Minnesota Vikings. Hey. All right, Lonnie. So Dallas Cowboys on the road, a one and a half point favorite. Over under in this game, 48 and a half points. Give me a breakdown. What's going to happen in this game? All right. As Cowboys fans like to say, Cowboys are going to Cowboy. We'll probably get the ball first. We'll go three and out. The Vikings will get it. We'll stop them. If we get a turnover with the Vikings' first possession, then we're going to win the game outright. If we don't, it's just going to be a long game with heartbreak at the end of it. And that's my scathing hot take. All right. 
I might Sorry, shock Joe. you on this one. I might Go shock ahead. you on this one. I'm not. On, I'm not sold on the Vikings. I don't okay. think they're that good of a team. Uh, there might be a little Bears bias behind me. I just think they're. They've played weak teams. Last week, I think was the biggest fluke game I've ever seen in my life with the Bills. That should have been a Bills victory. Justin Jefferson made a catch from God. Probably best catch I've ever seen in a fourth whatever situation. That right there was already incredible. Should not have happened in real world. Life's a simulation mm-hmm. at this point. The Josh Allen fumbling at the goal line to cough it up as a touchdown to yeah. lose the game. Itself, yeah. it, it's all like I feel like the world was wanting the Vikings to lose because they still after that came back and tied it up. Yeah. I think there's too much hype behind the Vikings. I think this is a huge letdown game. I'm sure these guys emotionally like thought we just won the Super Bowl. We beat the best team in the NFL. I think they come back home and they get smacked. I think the Cowboys, Kirk Cousins will throw two, at least two interceptions. Put me down for two Micah Parsons sacks, one of them a strip fumble sack. I think Cowboys win. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go right ahead. I think the Cowboys win by three or four. Another reason why I think the Cowboys are going to win is it feels like any time we get a chance where it's a statement game, but it's not really a statement game, but somebody's coming off a high where we can prove ourselves or prove ourselves, we'll win. So yeah, y'all play to your competition. If there's a good team, quote unquote, y'all play like a very good team, even when you yeah. have like a Danucci as your quarterback or who's your guy? I'm blanking out. Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush. Yeah, like I don't think I've ever seen Kirk Cousins beat the Vikings, or I'm sorry, beat the Cowboys. I think that might be stuck in my head, and maybe that's why I'm feel, like I feel good about the Cowboys. I feel really good about Cowboys this week. I might get crazy. I might do a uh, defensive touchdown as a um, kind of a prop here. I think Cowboys, big interception, Parsons, strip fumble, something like that's going to happen. That sounds like a fun-ass bet. I'm going to probably do that too. (laughs) I'm pretty big on the Cowboys this week. This might be my favorite play of the week, actually. Might be my biggest bet this Sunday. That being said, let's get on to the next one. we got a divisional matchup. Cincinnati Bengals at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers at home, three-and-a-half-point dog, over-under in this game, 40-and-a-half. So, there's not many times in life when Tomlin is a underdog at home. I think I was reading earlier, as a dog at home, he's 16-and-3 against the spread. Now, those were different teams back in the day. He's had teams with Ducky Hodges and Mason Rudolph. I think we forget about that. but. I'm not sold on this Bengals team either. I don't. Is Jamar Chase back yet? No. I'm leading Steelers. I might even buy a point. I might make it plus four and a half just to feel a little bit confident, but I do think that is going to be a play for me today. I, I like Steelers at home. Steelers at home beats the Bucks, which is you know, at the Mixon's first game since scoring five touchdowns, though. Yeah, do you think he scores that much? No, I don't think he scores five touchdowns again, but I think the loss of Jamar Chase um, is definitely going to get him more involved where I don't see the Steelers stopping the Bengals. I think T.J. Watt's back. 
Minka Fitzpatrick's back. He got an appendectomy. I think he should be playing. Guy was acting like he was going to take three weeks off for it. I don't know. I'll, every time TJ's in the Steelers lineup, I feel like I need to bet Steelers. The Watts are a good bunt. He's better than JJ. I'll say that. Wow. This is loud. JJ annoys me. So, yeah, I'm on the Steelers. Oh, I was going to invite you to unpack. <laughs> what are you on here? The Steelers and the Bengals? Yeah. You already know, man. Joe Mixon fixing to have a good-ass time. All righty. There, next game. We're kind of getting into the late-night games. Kansas City Chiefs at the Los Angeles Chargers. Chiefs going into L.A. We know what that's like. That's not really a home-field advantage for Los Angeles. There will be more Chiefs fans than Charger fans. Chiefs are a road team favor or favorite of five and a half points. Over under on this game is fifty one and a half. I've given up on the Chargers. Every time I bet them, they look like the worst team in football. If I don't, they score forty. Herbert yeah. looks like a Hall of Fame quarterback, like everybody keeps saying he is every year. Sick and tired of him. That being said, I'm taking the Chiefs minus five and a half. Taking over? Uh, I think Keenan Allen's back. I think Mike Will's back. We're getting taking a over. loaded. I, I, that's a fun You're over. Taking the over. One is a lot. 51 Choco is a lot. Taking the over. All right. Choco overs. Yeah. Yeah, I'm on Chiefs five and a half and give me the over 51 and a half. What do you think you got here? Oh, I'm I'm taking the over, and I'm taking the Chiefs. Cool. I think we're on the same page there. Here we go. Sunday night football. We got the San Francisco 49ers heading into Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals are the home dog, eight and a half points. That is a lot of points. Over-under on this is 43 and a half. What's your thoughts on this? How do you feel about it? Every time I see the Cardinals, they look dusty and disheveled. That's it. I don't have any statistics. <laughs> I just know what I see, man. I don't like it. It's, I mean, Colt McCoy took that team and beat the Rams. Now that was a Matt Stafford list Rams team. So who knows what that really means? I'm trying to Ooh, see. Weren't we just talking shit about the Rams? I'll keep talking shit about the Rams, but hey. Matt, there was no Matt Stafford there, so I don't know what to say there. I think the 40... Yeah, the 49ers are going to handle that. Think they'll handle the eight and a half points? No, I think it'll be closer than that. See, and that's kind of where I'm leaning to. I think there's just too many points. I think this will be at least a touchdown game. I don't think the 49ers win by 10. They don't usually blow out teams. Also, it's a divisional game. It's at home. I would assume the Cardinals try. I mean, the Cardinals are terrible at home. I think they've lost like four out of the last five. Yeah. Never feel McCaffrey's great. all right, right? McCaffrey's good. Uh, I got a here for you. 49ers are 1-7-1 and in, against the spread in the last nine meetings against the Cardinals. So they've only covered one time in the last nine meetings. 
The underdog in this matchup has covered six out of the last eight. Under in this game has gone five and one in the last six meetings that have been in Arizona. So that being said, I kind of lean with the trends here. I think they kind of basically secured my pick there. It made me really fully believe in it. I'm taking the yeah. Cardinals plus eight and a half. Sunday night primetime. Primetime unders have been a very common trend here. I kind of like the under 43 and a half points as well. Yeah. And I would hope after the Cliff Kingsbury Kyler thing that they come back out swinging and Kyler gets more control over the team. Poor guy. He, I mean, that guy's gone shit on and probably by me the most getting shit on. That's good. All he deserves things, it. The contracts, he's a suitor. I mean, I feel like it's he also should just grow another foot. He'd probably be a better quarterback if he was about mm. a foot tall. He just looks like a toddler out there running around. But I think that is all the, the game. The consistency of his beard sucks too, if you want to add that on. The consistency of what? Of his beard. His beard texture. He's a young guy. He's growing in the beard. He's One day he'll be like a grown-up and have a full beard. He'll be all right. I think they just changed the schedule around on us mid-show here. I think we got the Bills Monday Night Football now. What the hell's going on? I don't know. I think we've gone through the games. I think they did some TV moving around. We've talked about all 14 games. Any any thoughts, any things you want to say before we let everybody go? Man. I got birthday drinks to drink, man. Shout out to Joe and his soon-to-be-born child. Shout out to Joe Cole for having me. Fuck yeah. yeah. Hey, next week, let's try to get on NBA. NBA season is, I joke around, I say it's about to start up. It's been on for yeah. the last few weeks. Preseason, preseason is getting ready. Thanksgiving is when preseason starts. Christmas when it kicks off. Christmas is the official start date for the NBA. I'm sick and tired of them acting like there's real records here. Spurs keep winning when I don't want them to. This is all bullshit. We're all trying to tank for Victor here. But, yeah, that being said, Lonnie, appreciate you coming out, bud. Uh, if you haven't followed us yet, follow us on Goose and Gambles at Twitter. I tweet out all my live picks. Try to make sure y'all have as much money as possible in your bank accounts. Uh, God, Good luck, everybody. God bless. Hope all y'all's bets win this weekend. Appreciate you, Lonnie. Flourish. Later. <laughs>